0: Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Farad. I'm here with my boy, Grady, yo. and uh, welcome to the Combat Squad podcast. Uh, this is episode five, and uh, today, actually, we have um, a special episode. Very special. Today, very special, because today we're going back on memory lane, and we got our special guest with me. We got my boy, uh, Jeff. What's up, yeah. Jeff? How you doing, bro? Yo,
1: yeah, yo. Yeah. What's up, everybody?
0: What's up, bro? How you doing, man? good good man yeah episode so five dude we episode got, we're fucking,
2: five we're fucking cruising along i can't believe it's already been five episodes and uh mm-hmm. we finally have a guest we've been talking about it for long enough so jeff yeah. you're fucking lucky numero uno dog
1: yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean i it's hard with the the time difference like we're all in different spots of the world so yep. yeah that's really, really jeff
2: really jeff you want to tell everybody where you're at
1: uh, right now I'm in Korea doing a rotation with the U.S. Army. He's you know. a busy guy. He's a busy guy. He's been hard to get a hold of.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. So for, for you guys that don't know uh, who Jeff is, uh, Jeff uh, is, is my Haval. He's called Haval Argesh. And uh, me and Jeff have uh, spent a lot of time together in Syria. First time. Uh, we both went there. We were doing our training together. We were doing everything together. I mean, uh, Jeff has been like uh, a really, how do you say, um, a key person for me down in uh, in Syria and uh, from. He's definitely
2: been like a key part of the story. Also, yes, people have definitely heard his name in this
0: podcast. Yeah, yeah, of course, because there is no there is no stories for, uh, stories or history for me without Jeff and uh, me in the beginning. Because they actually taught me uh, most of the things I know uh so that kept me alive like you know so like jeff man tell us a little bit like i know everybody you know we they went to syria you know everybody's like yeah we saw what isis did but i mean how was it for you man like you know you're sitting back in us in the states like so far away from it and and still take your ass all over to that place you know
1: uh, i mean at first it was just uh i saw what was going on and it it was early it was early on like uh what was happening wasn't really being talked about. I guess it was kind of under wraps there was there was a, a little talk about Kobani. Kobani's yeah. pretty much what kicked everything off. I mean, Kobani yeah. is what brought uh, I mean,
0: wherever you look, Kobani's like the spotlight for yeah yeah and Syria Kobani and yeah Kobani was the the city where it was like a turning point. Uh, where the, the the offensive and the like, the, the the progress ISIS did just ended. It stopped in Kobani, and once they lost Kobani, I mean, and this was 2014, Kobani, I think. Yeah, 2014, and and uh, we were we came there 2015, right? That's yeah, before yeah, I I, I, following. Mm-hmm.
1: I got there, I got there uh, December
0: 2015. Mm. Yeah, I remember, man. I remember coming to the Academy the first time and you guys were like literally just standing there when the car came and I was like, damn, I'm being judged. Yeah. Judgmental eyes. It was rough coming in. I mean, the first time, cause you, you, you,
1: don't know what to expect. Like the, the first trip we did was definitely a lot different than our second time coming in. It was, uh, it was definitely uh, it was definitely a wake up call, I guess for what was being televised and what was actually happening, like what the rest
0: of the world was seeing and what we were going through every day. Yeah, yeah, people didn't have a clue. Actually, in the beginning, we weren't very, uh, very open with what we did. We were very secretive with it. I remember we, it went uh, uh, like. Almost a half year and a an year, or maybe before we even went public with that. Yeah, we've been in Syria and, and shit like that, and that was just because people didn't talk about it. Nobody was like listening and stuff. It was
2: real taboo back then. It wasn't. It wasn't. Mm-hmm. It wasn't easy to look to like for just the ordinary person to know that the SDF weren't the bad guys.
0: So, like, I know when
2: I when I first started um, like showing interest in talking about it with people, um not everybody was just openly saying it, but I had people like. Just kind of thinking that I was talking about like just like open support for like a terrorist group or something. I'm like, no, you really need to fucking just like sit down and research what I'm talking yourself. about. If you're if you really want to know, look it up and and you'll figure it out. But um, I would just basically be like, long story short, they're the good guys, and yeah, people are like, yeah, okay, but I'm sure that you guys would get them judgmentalized when you get there because especially that early and. And just even, even throughout the war with volunteers coming in, you got to be, you have to be critical of who's coming in because, like, you could get a, you could get a dud real easy and that could, yeah, put yeah people's yeah, lives. And, yeah, in, well, in yeah we, I mean,
1: I mean, we, we saw them firsthand. Like, we, we saw the guys that came in and thought that it was going to be like this Hollywood movie and everything was going to play out the, exactly the way they wanted. And the guys that weren't mentally, mentally strong enough and they're just like, I can't do this, and it's broke like broke down after like, a week. Yeah, it's like yeah. It's, we we haven't even been here a week. Like, I mean, there's certain things that you get there, and it's definitely uh, coming from the U.S. or coming from a uh, uh, you know uh, place in Europe or wherever else. Like, you get there, and if you've never, if you've never been uh, a soldier or mm-hmm. a contractor or anybody like deployed to the middle east there's things that just culture shocks you shock
2: yeah Yeah. this is fucking hyper mega culture shock this isn't like going there on a deployment with the marine corps bro even
0: even for me man i'm a kurdish that's like i'm i I come from i am am from here but i mean still in fucking shock i grew up in sweden you know what i mean so it's definitely an eye-opener when it comes to certain things, especially the fucking water. <laughs> and it's like, it's like,
2: like I was saying, it's not, it's not like, a, it's not like deploying with like a military. Like I feel like you're getting, no. you getting like a, you're getting a watered down version of that country then because you're still on a base. You're still like, you know, with Americans, but like you guys w- yeah. went in and it's like, that's not just culture shock. That's like, that's like, yeah. that's fucking, it's everything. S- that's major yeah. culture shock. That's like a hundred percent life change.
0: Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, coming in, coming into Syria and into Rojava, like with with the YPG, like I I had already been, I had already spent ten months in Afghanistan as like a U.S. soldier. Like I I had already been deployed as you know a U.S. military, whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah. What did and, you do in the and, army and the
2: military before? Before, if you don't mind me asking.
1: Oh I was infantry. I I mean infantry. even, even, even though I'm still I'm still an infantry guy like through and through like there's I have thought about I thought about switching up whether it's for you know career progression or money or whatever but it's just there's nothing not there's it. nothing else yeah there's I nothing mean, else I can see
0: myself doing right now just to put it out there as well wh- wh- when we were there the first time uh, SDF was not even created yet you know uh, there, there was only literally just YPG and YPJ and like the local militias and and all of that. Uh, we did had we had support from the coalition and the US forces, uh, two thousand fifteen. But uh, later on, they had to create the Syrian Democratic Forces uh, to be able to get full coalition support. Uh, so this <clears throat> Syrian Democratic Forces uh, is contained of. I mean, it's, I, I don't know how many groups it is. It's yeah, like 50, 50 different groups. It's, it's even, it, it even has factions of of the old uh, Free Syrian Army. So uh, they have the, the tribes, the local Arab tribes, the Kurdish, the Turkmenish tribes. It's like uh, a lot of people there is in SDF. Um, yeah, it's, so it's I, would probably, just I mean, put it honestly, honestly, without being a
1: high up commander, like in SDF, it's, it's too hard to even describe SDF as... As a group, like it's it's too hard to know where the numbers yeah. lie or who you're who, talking about. You know.
0: Yeah, exactly. SDF. Yeah, I think right now they're they're 100,000 strong, also plus. Uh, it it grows all the time, and the more land and area we took control from ISIS, the more people joined. Even we had people straight yeah. from the ground joining. And be like, "Hey, I want to go with you. I want to fight. I want to join right now." ISIS had yeah, yeah, for few sure. years. Was that possible yeah.
2: for them? Were they able to just be? Like, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Of course,
1: there were guys. There were guys, and and everybody thinks like, uh, I know there's a lot of talk about uh, different different outlets and 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 news sources or you know media media outlets that say, "Oh, the SDF is strictly a Kurdish." You know a Kurdish-run mm-hmm. um, group that you know is 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 pretty much a PKK front, but that that's not at all what SDF is. I mean, I, I've I fought next to Arabs, I fought next to Kurds, I Turks, I fought next to Turk Turkmen's. Like, I mean, everybody. Like, there's there's not you know, there's I've not a specific out there. exactly. I, I mean. Everybody, everybody that's willing to stand up and that's supporting the, uh, you know, the, I guess a a government or a uh, a land that's pretty much backed by the people. I guess you could say a uh, dem- democratic democratic socialism, as it's put. It's, I mean, it's a democracy. Like there's yeah. the people, the people are backing, the people are backing the play, and the only way that the SDF is has come to the power that has come to is because of people and the people are strictly the the people are people yep. are the ones that
0: strictly run the scf like it's not yeah, yeah. it's not one it's not one it's specific not, yeah. Group. so yeah exactly when we come to a certain area we let's say a city and we have uh, taken control or whatever liberated it from isis we don't stop in that city and rule it we leave it to a civil council that is made out of people from that city and then and boom that's a new group it. And we leave it to them. to. And of course, we, we just don't leave that city. We are still there with the support. And of course, with coalition support, they are they're cleaning the roads, they are trying to remove all the IEDs. We, we have to be a part of this because we have been a part uh, and had a, a piece of destroying the city. I mean, the coalition uh, didn't bomb by itself. Uh, there are people giving them coordinates. So we have a responsibility to, to uh, hand over the cities to the people that lives in the cities because they've been controlled and ruled for so many years. First, it was the regime, and then it was ISIS. We have no intentions of doing the same thing and forcing our laws and our ways on people. That's 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 totally the opposite that we want to do. So, I mean, Jeff is, is right. It's, 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 it's a secular demo- democracy or whatever you call it. It's, it's, it's fucking new, and it's hard. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we're not, we're not one. I mean,
1: me, me and Farah, like, I'm gonna say right now before, I know there's a mm-hmm. lot of people that are listening that are like, oh, you know, some of the stuff he's saying is not like, exactly where it should be at, or it's not correct yeah. grammatically. But I'm, I'm not, I'm not a scholar. Like, I'm not yeah. someone who's well educated in politics. Yeah. I, I'm, so, I'm strictly, yeah. I'm, I'm a soldier. Like. Yep. I I, yeah. I fucking I, I kick doors like I get out yeah. there and I get out there and do what needs to be done and I. You had have the
2: privilege the opinion of somebody on the front line, so <laughs> exactly. I I yeah.
1: had I had the privilege of, of fighting with with guys that were on the ground and and it's nowhere near the amount of time that some of the guys that are from Rojava or Syria or anything else. Whether they're Arabs or Kurds or anything else, that had the time on the ground. You know, I spent probably a total of twelve months and two different trips uh, yeah. in Rojava in Syria fighting. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm ha- not a guy that you know. I'm,
0: I'm, I'm not a talker, man. I'm not. You know, not, he. Not about it, it was hard like to that. get him on this part. I had to nag on him so. <laughs> It took a long time, but I mean, let's go back to Jeff. Like, I mean, let's go back. I want. I have so many. I have so much shit. Like, I want to talk to you. Like, talk about because I. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Everything is just running through my head now. I'm just like, yo, this dude. we have been through so much fucking shit? And I remember, like, this is jumping into the stories a little bit. Okay, I I remember. I I explained about the first time I heard the fucking A10. You remember that shit, Jeff? <laughs> when I when I was sitting, when we were sitting in the back of the fucking uh, pickup. Yeah, yeah, we, we, I remember. That's so that,
1: funny. Jeff. Yeah, we were, like,
0: we
1: were in the back. We were in the back of a pickup, and I remember like you you were sitting across from me, and and uh, there was there was a lot of guys in the back of the truck, and it was yeah. the first it was the first off either of us were on, and we we were going to take we were going to take the city. It, it was actually. It was actually the halfway point between the capital, yeah. the capital for ISIS in Iraq, and the capital for ISIS in Syria. What yeah, city you know, was The main road, Shaddadi. Yeah. Iraq was, Iraq was, Iraq Mosul, and uh, Syria was Raqqa. So the halfway point where all the money and all the guys were shipping in, and all their all their soldiers and you know logistics and everything yeah. were moving was through Shaddadi. And this was like this was like a big strike for. The SDF like this yeah. this was this was a, was, a a yeah, was a it was a major city to take yeah it was it was a major city to take and strategically yeah. strategically it was it was a huge it was a huge like break in in the battle like against ISIS at that time uh so we were we were in the back of a truck and it was a Toyota Hilux and, and we had to be like I think it was like eight to Twelve people deep. I I don't even remember.
0: Stopped in, and all uh, the all the armor and heavy weapons and everything.
1: (laughs) Literally, literally we were like sitting on top of RPG rounds, and I remember Faraz. We're sitting there, and all of a sudden, an A ten does a gun run. And if if you've never if you've never seen an A ten do a gun run or heard one like in person, it's 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 amazing. it's a noise that you're never gonna forget. It's just like a no. a, a burp sound, like it's oh, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, I remember from Rot looked at me like a child, but like a child <laughs> seeing Santa for the first time, and he's like, was, "Was was that it? Was that it?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that was it, man."
0: Like that was. You didn't have to say what it was. Was that it, bro? Listen, and after he said yeah, it was it. This this fucking A ten turned around and he just made this long ass burst. Like I don't know, like for seconds, it was like three four second burst. I don't know, bro. And I just Jeff just Jeff and PJ just started laughing at me, bro. And then the fucking, <laughs> and, then the fucking v- and then the fucking V bed exploded on the units behind us, and it was not happening yeah, like, yeah. any anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it, it's definitely an experience, like. Like, I mean, I know people have said it a hundred times, but war is like a drug and there's Jesus. no, there's no way, there's no way to get around it. I mean, people are like, oh, did you go there because you thought you were going to be this and that? I, I definitely stay out of the, I guess, out of the spotlight, like even in the documentary that we were in, I, I yeah. try to stay away from the camera as much as possible. Can you, like,
2: there uh, was times, yeah. can you tell me what times, that was?
0: The documentary,
2: yeah. Just so they, in case they want to see, watch what it was. Just oh yeah, sure uh, about it before. The but...
0: hunting ISIS uh, documentary, on uh, six episode documentary mm-hmm. that was on uh, History Channel and Iceland.
2: Yeah. So if anybody, yeah. if anybody has seen that, um, you can put a, you can put a ugly face to the name of our boy Jeff here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. For sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. You can definitely, you could definitely see me in that. It was not. It was not yeah. the best. I, I, I don't know what it is, but. There's something about some some dude with a camera in your face that just it's it's fucking awkward. Like oh, it is God, awkward. I, in the beginning yeah. it was
0: really awkward because he was like they were coming around with us for like a fucking the whole two fucking tours, man. You had always a guy with a camera in your face, bro. His shit was it was hard. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I got used English. to it. And there was times there was times where other cameras would pop up from like other other media outlets. I remember Man. I remember when we were in uh we were in Shadati and we were like uh, probably a, a couple days, maybe a week or two into the op. I, I don't know how long it was, but we, we yeah. were we were into the operation and uh, I don't I don't know if it's okay to say it, but France twenty four like popped up and <laughs> France twenty four popped up and we they we, we took we took a picture of being being one of the guys who uh, he he was a big part in going back the second time. He was yeah. he was an amazing dude, heart of gold, like straight up fucking warrior. He um he was an he was another American that actually uh, was was killed in action in
0: Man who, Beach. Who, who who was it? It was Levi. We can talk about that shit. Yeah, we can talk about it, man. He's our friend. We want him to be. We've talked about remembered. About yeah, it's it was Levi, our friend Levi. Um, yeah.
2: Levi is actually from the town that I live in. Yes, yeah. that's that's where his, his mom and dad live.
1: one so people. so me and me and Levi took a picture in front of the in front of the Shadadi sign. Like this was the city we were going to take. We took a picture in front of the sign, and uh, we were going to walk. We were going to walk back to uh, <laughs> I guess I guess where our platoon was, and uh, we. You know, we I have to, this filmed right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I want to talk about that though. Should I say everything? I can tell you if you want. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. not that bad, man. It's not that bad. It was just just being fucking goofy. I mean, we were we were we were walking, they were taking a picture next to this uh, the sign, you know, the official Al Shaddadi sign. I remember I took the picture of Jeff and Levi. I don't know
1: if I yeah.
0: saw Did you still have that picture.
1: What would you say, bro? You still have that picture?
0: Of course I do. I will post that picture. I will. I'm gonna try to take control of my Instagram again, and uh, or not try, or I will. Yeah, whatever. So we were taking this picture, and uh, <laughs> we we walked back. It was a roundabout, so we walked back to where we where our units were, and between our units were were a couple of ISIS fighters who were, you know, you know, killed in action, you know. The and uh, this was a place uh, our unit took. It's called uh, Village Forty Seven. Because nobody knew the fucking name of the of the little village. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true, bro. Nobody we, knew the name of the village. It literally had no name on the map. We nothing, talk about just, we talk about Forty Seven. Yeah,
2: 47 yeah we did, and this was in there, the same
0: place. Yeah, yeah. So, there was friends, there was
1: one. There, wait, 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 there was that yeah. one old guy. Literally, his village was like a ghost town. Besides us, like there was yeah. there was a couple. There was a couple dead ISIS dudes who got popped a couple of nights before by by our, our like. I guess you could say he was like
0: the uh, our like our mil- military
1: man. military wise. I would say he was like the platoon Sergeant of the, yeah. of our group. I yeah, mean, he, true. he was, he was like the guy that was in charge of our, uh, our small yeah. group that we were with and yeah, yeah. He, he, he popped one of them. And yeah. I think, I think PJ popped one of them. Mm. And then, uh, there was like two or three guys that were dead. Check, they were, checked they were our
0: checked our popped fucking two in that house through he popped one the other guy ran into the house with no yeah yeah they, the they killed they killed both of them yeah dead. yeah and he threw just a grenade in and just stormed the fucking house and just fucking slayed all those fighters in there
1: yeah yeah there was, there was like two Damn. dudes in a fucking there was like yeah. two dudes in a fucking house and they they popped both of them but there was probably like four dudes in this village yeah that, yeah, yeah. they were just pulling security and our guys, our guys went in the night before and killed them, and then we moved in and broke up into like two different groups. Well, uh, while well, we, were, well, we were walking back. You want to tell? Me were, or do you want
0: me to tell? Yeah, they, they wanted to talk uh, to somebody that spoke for
1: Yeah, yeah, to, so yeah. We, we, we have, we them. have
0: a, we have a Canadian, French Canadian guy in our unit. So they said, "Okay, can you show us the way?" And we said, "Yeah, of course." So <laughs> while we were walking, while – <laughs> while we were walking on the way to the to our position, uh, was this guy, uh, a dead dude, a dead ISIS dude who who, who was dead inside a shed, and uh, he had his hand in a certain way where he was pointing to the city Al Shaddadi. <laughs> so the one guy from our unit, uh, while the France 24 media is fucking walking with us, he just walks, breaks from this thing little a ranger file thing we are doing to walk back. He just breaks and goes out to this little shed and he just starts talking to, to the, this dead guy. he would be like, hey, yo, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> you having a good day? You having a good day today? And, you know, and we're just looking at him and he's like, and and we are bursting, you know, we, because this is our dude. This is our boy, you know, same unit. And we, and we have the same fucked up sense of humor. So we just start to fucking laugh. And he's just like, yo, bro, you know where El Shadadi is? And this dude is literally pointing at El Shadadi, <laughs> stone dead. And he's like, yo, thank you, bro. And he literally gives him the knuckles, <laughs> you know. And he gives this dead dude the knuckles. And he's like, yo, thank you, bro. Have a good day. And he walks away, bro. And you should have seen the faces yep. of these reporters, yeah. bro. The they reporter- just dropped... It the reporters the were shit, dude.
1: The reporters were fucking their faces were priceless. Like I, I was laughing at him, but I was looking at them at the same time. And I remember it was it was it was a guy.
0: It was a oh guy and a girl. Yeah, and, it was a guy and a girl and a translator. Yeah, and they were fucking dead, dude. When, when we got when we
1: got back, I thought for sure, like it was going to be a bad. I, I never saw that news coverage. I never saw oh, that fucking no. news coverage. Thank God. Well, they didn't
2: put that shit out. <laughs> they were like, well, fuck, we just lost all of our footage. Thanks, dude.
0: <laughs> no, but that's good because sometimes we would do crazy shit like that so we would get rid of them, bro. Yeah, I
2: wouldn't doubt it because they probably –
0: Because they want somebody to the to them and you guys yeah. are the only fucking. Yeah, ones. But, but if your commander gives you a reporter, it means you're not fighting. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. Nobody wants to be close to them, bro. When a reporter comes, oh, can he come with your unit? Hell no. Fuck out of here. No. Yeah, yeah. Even,
1: even, even the guys, even the guys that were like, even, even the media guys that would pop up during operations, like I would cover my yeah. face all the time. The guys that had cameras and stuff, I would, I would cover my face up all the time. And it wasn't, and I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not secretive about anything that I've done. Yeah, that's what's
2: uh, right it's the same
1: thing. Yeah. I'll, all the, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it all the time. Like I'm not going to sit here and brag about it or, or talk about like, you know, like I'll, I'll talk on a podcast or or something Mm -hmm. like that but i'm not sitting around talking about stories all day long like it's just it it, i mean it is what it is like if you were there uh uh, you know like farad said it's it's not really my thing even even in the documentary i i wasn't really the person that was like i gotta get in front of this camera there's there's barely footage of me in in the
0: documentary at all but it was. It was always. Come on, Jeff. You got to do this interview. Come on, Jeff. You got to come here. Come on, Jeff. And it was always shit like that. I and there was.
1: And there was times even in the documentary where he would ask me questions, and he wouldn't want to know specifically from me. Like he asked me. He asked me a couple questions about people, and I'm not going to get into anything else besides this. But mm-hmm. he asked me questions about people that I knew who had people that I was close to that had relatives that were fighting on the opposite side of us that were fighting with ISIS. And I, and I straight, I straight up told them like, I I don't have anything to fucking say. Like, I'm not going to talk to you about this. You know, I have a relationship with that person, what their family member chose to do or what they, you know, what, what they see, or it wasn't even what they see. It's what, what their family member sees is they they got brainwashed. You know, they were, they were younger. It was like, it was like, yeah, but, it is not it's not fucking it doesn't have anything to do with me and i'm not going to put anybody
0: out there
2: yeah
0: yeah fuck it the, some of them come with a good heart and some of them are just fucking trash man you know what i mean uh, yeah yeah and uh, there are yeah, people who really
2: care about what they're doing like there's people like bro. like like uh, Jake from Popular Front who like gives a fuck course, what he's doing of and course. goes there and... Uh, bro, I
0: I'm not the guy that sits sit here and says that everybody's trash because I'm working with a lot of guys that are doing uh, media and I've been in media but myself. But you're working with people uh, who care
2: about their job and there's people who are out there getting exactly. a paycheck who are like fuck it, I'll exactly. go out there. Yeah, for a but nice these, these
0: people these people are getting a paycheck as well, but these are just nice people.
2: I know, but there's people They're good people. I'm saying that there's people
0: Everybody should get paid, man, for their work. I mean I've always been saying that to my havals as well. If you're going to do media shit, you're going to do stuff, make sure you, you know the value of your story and the value of your journey and, and your sacrifices because you are probably sitting at home, you can't sleep, you can't eat, you can't do anything because you are, you are you are traumatized or, I don't know, you're lonely. I mean, always money can't buy you happiness, but money can buy you a ticket to go see another haval and, and, and feel good. So if somebody needs your fucking story, you better fucking make sure that you getting paid as well yeah
2: exactly
0: <laughs> yeah and that's the whole fucking truth bro because i've been dealing with these people a lot and i've been i'm going to say it honestly i've been you not not been used like that i, I sometimes have been i felt like okay this was not what yeah, i was yeah, for person. Sure. like in, in one of the documentaries that pissed me so much off nobody fucking had a clue why i was there why is this guy there? Everything we see this guy do is blowing shit up and shooting his fucking gun and, and just acting goofy and stuff. But why didn't like he was chasing me and, and doing interviews, but he never posted one interview of me actually saying I came here because of my family, I'm, I'm blah blah blah. Nothing. Yeah, so it's just like that- look at this guy, boom, boom, boom. And they used my footage, my GoPro yeah, footage, yeah. to fucking to fucking put it in somebody else's story and shit, bro. So I mean yeah, yeah, that's sure. why I don't post a lot of shit on my Instagram. I have so much battle footage I could fucking break the internet. I would literally lose my account in two days if I posted the fucking crazy ass shit uh, on operations and, and, we had and, and like
1: like you like I mean for me it's not so much about it's not just about the cash or Anything else or doing interviews? Of course not. Bro. Yeah, but it's about like the it's about the actual story. Like I, I don't mm-hmm. like doing anything with media because yeah. they they try to twist everything. Like it's not about me. It yeah. needs to be more about this guy that fucking gave his life for what's exactly. going on. It's not like like Levi. Levi's Levi's a prime example of of shit that got twisted, or or you know somebody. Yeah, I, I didn't really see, Okay, I can't say that. I didn't really see it with Levi, but I mean, as far as Levi being there, when we talk about him, it's not about he wanted to go there because he thought he was going to be a fucking rock star. He went there no, because he thought people. that he, he, he wanted to do everything he could to make a difference, and for him, the, the thing that he could do was be there physically to do whatever was necessary to make a difference, and ultimately, he... he he, you know, he made the biggest sacrifice ever by giving his life for what was going on and fighting against an enemy that you know was not just—it's not just an enemy of the U.S. It's not just an enemy of, it's the, enemy the, of the, Kurds world. Or the world. Or
0: yeah, like yeah. Jeff was with me in the rape house as well. Jeff, Jeff oh. saw everything. He saw the torture houses. He saw the fucking uh basements where they would uh, find like test tu- test tubes for serving gas and bro we saw he saw everything bro like this uh, these people are fucking pure evil hey, so, i mean they are the scum of the earth so that was your uh, first
2: uh, uh, that was your first op jeff that one with which yeah so
0: that Shadadi, was,
2: yeah, yeah. so farat was telling me in that op it was basically a ghost town and you guys found that torture house that was your. You had been in Afghanistan before, but do you think that was was that? So was that in more horrifying of an experience than anything you saw in Afghanistan, right off the bat, or were you kind of like ready for something like that?
1: Oh no, no, definitely. I mean,
2: oh.
1: in Afghanistan, in Afghanistan the, the mission that we had was different. I did a lot of, I did a lot of security detail, and I, and I mean, honestly, any of those guys that know, I, I in Afghanistan, I was a, I was a fucking fobbit. Like I sat around on the. I pulled security <laughs> on base. Like, no, honestly. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't lie about it at all. I, I got attached. I, know, I, know. I got attached to, uh, I'll just say it was a special operations unit. And I sat around and I pulled security for 10 months. And pretty much I, I pulled my shift and I, I beat my dick and I went to bed. <laughs> and that was it. Ah,
0: that's what you do now. Yeah. But, yeah, I, that's, that's what I do now. I mean, it's like, Shadadi was our first, and I remember he, that it was a fucking dark day, man, that day where the commander was like, we need to split you guys up, and yeah. uh, I, I will never forget that meeting on the roof, and that of course was I'm, the yeah, fucking, yeah. That was and I'm the fucking translator, of course, of course I get all this shit, and, uh, and I'm standing there, and you know, me and Jeff, we said, bro, uh, we're gonna stick together. You know, no no matter what happens, we're gonna stick together. So, and now looking at it, looking back now, I understand the commander so much for doing what he did, because we were five or six, or maybe seven Westerners in one unit, and that, yeah, yeah, and that, yeah, and that unit, me, it means that unit is not going in as the you know tip of the spear type of thing. No, there because no commander wants to lose fucking six Westerners or, or five Westerners and because he will be responsible for it later. That's how it works in Yepige. If you men die, you are a commander and of course it's like that in every military. Yeah, you will be responsible for it. Real, Real quick though. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But I mean, on that, on that out, like like he said, it was like, we were so deep as far as Westerners went in that one, that one unit I mean like like you said, what was it like seven, eight guys? Yeah, yeah. And they were and they were from all over. We had guys we had guys that were ethnically Kurds. We had guys that yeah. were Arabic military, we had guys yeah. that were European military, um, we had guys that were
0: Scandinavian like, military, yeah, everything yeah. man. Yeah. We were such a good mix, man. It's the fucking original backpack boys. Fucking, I love it, Morph Squad, bro. We would, we would, we we clicked so much. But of course, by being together, so many, we were being stopped to 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 be in front. Front. We were always the second line in that first operation. Okay, I had a little bit of luck because you know I was Kurdish and I. In the beginning of the op, I was really unse- uh, unsure. You, uh, you remember, Jeff, I was really unse- unsecure because I was like, whoa, okay, I need—I don't know what to do. Should I stick here or stick there? You know, it was confusion. But, I mean, at the end, uh, after op, of course, uh, I had to go with them through the, the scrapyard and everything uh, all the way to the hospital. That was, like, the only time, like we could do something. And of course, when our commander, platoon commander went and did the operation as well, but they would never send all of us in as one group and go take a position. That would never ever, ever happen back then. Uh-huh. That would yeah, be it. No, that would be impossible because that would, that would be for them, media and political suicide. Oh shit, We yeah. have five Westerners, everybody from different countries. They all die. A, then it they would all, be all bad. die yeah. in one explode. Bro, the world would go crazy.
1: Yeah. So yeah, was, I understand and we, them now. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I, I like, like you said, I understand now coming from it, but that was the first op, and then, and like you were talking about before, um, the the, the rape houses, the
0: medical units, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, the rape I houses
1: mean, was fucked up, man. The rape houses, as far as like the body, the bodies didn't bother me. Like we walked past bodies in the street, and dudes yeah. would have half their fucking head gone, and it yeah. it wouldn't it wouldn't bother me in the slightest bit I, I have no problems even to this day like i've never had i've never had a nightmare i've never woken up about anything that we've done but that's the rape sad, houses you. walking in the rape houses and seeing bloody mattresses and children's clothes on the floor like nice. that's, it. that's it. it's not it's not that it haunts you but it it, it
2: fucking sticks with you
1: mm-hmm. yeah
2: and i'm sure for some people it would haunt them because I mean, yeah, I mean that's that like like you said i mean seeing bodies is it it's different because i feel like i feel like if you're seeing dead dash bodies
0: I mean it's it's like I mean bro listen I will tell you how far it went they didn't even care about the dash bodies you know what they did once it was two dead da- dash bodies laying next to each <laughs> other and there was a dead dog laying next to them you know what well, you know what these motherfuckers did and, and oh, we oh, covered oh, oh, up we, we, we covered up the dead bodies because kids were starting to come out you know and start to, like play soccer and shit yeah. and uh, we covered the dead bodies and we came back somebody took off those covers and covered the dog and let the uh, ISIS uh, bodies stay out yeah let's see bro that's, that's that's how much the hate went in with them, you know.
2: And see, that's that's a that's a real statement there because they don't care about dogs too much either. So,
0: <laughs> no, no, no. So that's a, in Middle East. That's like this, you can't make a, a greater statement like that. Yeah, like it's not good statement, but I mean, it's a statement.
2: Seeing dead dash, I feel like I mean, it's it's hard for me to say, but I feel like it's it's not as. You want that because that's that's a sign of victory. That's a sign that you guys are making progress. But like, seeing yeah. something like the rape house and seeing like like children's clothes and bloody mattresses and like, I'm sure you guys found a bunch of like, didn't you tell me you found a bunch of syringes in there? Like they were drugs. Yeah, them did, like
0: it, in one corner it was condoms, in another it was like syringes. That's
2: way darker. Drugs. That's way darker than yeah. seeing dead. Dogs. It is.
0: It is because that's that's something like bro. Let, let's let, like when when a dash guy, he's dead. He's he's he's. It's just a piece of meat, and it goes yeah, for I all mean, of us. When we I are mean, dead, honestly, we are dead.
1: You know? honestly, like the people can say whatever they want. And I know people are going to comment, but I, I felt no remorse about stepping over some dead dash dude. Like I, yeah. I just walked past. I felt, no, no, I felt just, nothing. I, I, used, I used to fall knows. asleep. I used to fall asleep, and and not so much on the first stop, but the second stop, we'd fall asleep with dead ISIS guys burning. And the fucking courtyard yeah. next to us Well, i was sleeping yeah. in a room like you know like 100 yeah. meters away or 50 meters away and it, it wouldn't yeah. bother me it no. was it was the fucking it was the civilians and yeah. the, the the sex slaves that we couldn't get in time that bothered me yeah 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 Did i agree
2: jeff so see i wanted to ask you this is i mean not really important but like seeing those bodies and stuff uh didn't really bother you but um are you are you like an animal guy at all did seeing dead animals affect you at all because i feel like for Uh me that fucks me up man like i i i drove by the other day i drove by a dead dog and it fucked me up because i love dogs man that shit would i mean i feel like (laughs) you don't worry about it as much when you're there because there's bigger shit to worry about and yeah obviously dogs are gonna die but i still feel like i'd be kind of be like oh.
0: Of course, okay, I feel so, more sorry so, for a dog
1: than an ISIS dude. <laughs> so honestly, honestly, yeah, I, I'm with Bharat. Like, I, I felt worse about the dog getting hit in an airstrike than than the fucking than the dead ISIS dude. Like, yeah, I, there was, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna share something. I I don't know if I mean I'm just gonna put something out there. When when we were in our second second rotation through, probably about what was it like two weeks in, I got that shit on Facebook, a which one? Which one? With my dad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What yeah, happened? So, so, probably, probably about two weeks into our second trip, uh, me and I mean, me and Farhat were together. What like two weeks before that, we were we were in Europe, and then we cycled cycled in Iraq, like or something like that. I mean, it, it, it we we were together like a month before that, but probably about the second week into into Rojava, we were. We were waiting to get pushed out to a unit, and uh, I found out on Facebook that my dad actually got killed in the U.S. Like he got murdered. Somebody fucking shot him. Whoa. He was at work. Holy shit! But, I didn't know that. And, and yeah, and, and 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 uh, who was it? PJ. PJ was PJ was sitting across from me, and yeah. I found out
0: on Facebook,
1: and I told PJ, I'm like, yo, my dad's dead. And he's like, I remember,
0: bro, we were sitting there. You just told us like nothing, bro. We just
1: like, and they were like, how are you taking this so well? And, and I mean, at that time, the FDF commanders, they offered me like, they're like, Hey, we'll fucking push you back right back over the border and we'll get you home. You know, everything else. And I'm like, no, I'm not leaving. Like, I'm not fucking going. Everything's good. Like push me, push me out to a unit and let's, let's get going. Like, let's get fucking, I'm trying to get back out there. And and that was and that was like even when when you're and this goes to what you were asking about about the dog like when you're out there you, you if if you don't push everything out of your head before you get out there you will fucking die or you will get somebody yeah, else killed. That's what I was saying. Because, like you
2: don't have time to think about that kind of shit. But you know, I nope. I, I wasn't sure if that was something. The reason why I brought that up is because, um, as you know, I was I was really close with Jordan McTaggart, um, and one of my first
1: conversations. Go ahead. I met Jordan. I met Jordan the first time I was over there, and Jordan was a fucking great guy, dude. Yeah, shaddai. Like solid, solid fucking guy. Cared about what was going on. Cared about everyone around him. Like he was. He, he was the he fucking good soldier, deal. man. He
2: was the real deal, man. And I had no idea. All through high school, I had no idea, but he was the real fucking deal, certified badass
1: motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Jo- Jordan, Jordan, Jordan was. I met Jordan when we were at. It was before we went out on the first out. It was before we went to Shadadi. Yeah, and I the,
0: met in the villages. No, no, no. We met. We met Jordan in base. Met, we met them in Tanasri. Remember before no, we went no. to Shadadi.
1: Yeah, I met Jordan though when we were in Teltammer. We were we were at the Heavy Weapons, and they were doing a um, they were doing a Govenda, and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I met Jordan, and um, you know, there's a lot of people that at first glance would look at Jordan and be like, uh, "This guy looks like he's trouble," or "This guy looks like he's you know he's coming from some issues or whatever." But I met Jordan, and he was literally he was one of the nicest guys. I remember. I remember after the Shadati op was done, we were literally a month, month and a half in, and I'd been wearing the same uniform, socks, everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I smelt like straight dog shit. And I remember getting in this house and finding this house that had water still left in the water tank. And PJ's yeah. like, yo, yo, no, let's me go. me and you, bro. Yeah, yeah. I remember going in this house and stealing these ISIS uniforms we found in, like, houses and shit. Yeah. One, was, one was tan them. and one was green. I remember yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember just taking them and I remember being like, yo, I'm taking a shower. And this shower was, it was probably the coldest shower I've taken yeah, in day, It was literally like ice water. And I don't know how because it was like 100 degrees outside. But I and took I was this standing shower.
0: outside holding, holding guard like so nobody comes in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I took this naked. shower in, the, in this
1: house that we, it was just some vacant house. And for us outside, and I took this shower and fucking uh, I walked outside and I heard this bang and fucking Jordan's Jordan's outside <laughs> Jordan's outside shooting this fucking sawed-off shotgun that he made into the yeah. fucking air, having the time of his life. Like he just and out Levi there like,
0: like screaming America and just like yeah. shooting. And, and, and Jordan's just out there
1: one-handed with this sawed-off single-barrel twelve-gauge, just blowing fucking shots in the air. And it was literally like it, – it was like the perfect – it was like the perfect time. Like it was just – Yeah, it was the best, man. It, 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 made, it made that day. Like there was just it something did. about it. Like coming out of that house and, and the – All, up, all know,
0: washed over, up, new everything. uniform.
1: <laughs> yeah, and every, taking that shower and coming out of the house and knowing that everything was good and like Jordan blowing those shots in the air and
0: the, and the look on his – like uh, it just – Probably pure joy, life. man. Pure joy. You know, you Just remember when that, you went to like <laughs> Toys R Us <laughs> when you were a little kid?
2: Yeah, you go to yeah. Toys R Us, and it's like pure happiness. And Jordan was really,
1: yeah, yeah. That's exactly how Jordan looked that day.
2: He was really yeah, in his element the there. Jordan, like, he was at home. He was, um he was really lacking a purpose here, I think. And he, like, I knew him all through high school and stuff, and like, he was always so different. Um.
1: I mean, and that's honestly, I think that's, I think that's what it was for. Like he was different, but he was like a guy.
2: He found I,
1: I don't think, that, I don't think there's anybody that has anything bad to say about Jordan that was there. No, like, like no. I, I really, I really don't think there's anybody that could say anything bad about Jordan. Like Jordan was literally, he was literally that guy that would fucking help you out no matter what. And I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't have a chance to spend I didn't have a chance to get close to him like me and Faradar. Uh, he was he was with a different unit, but yeah. there was times where we would run into him and everything else. And there was times where I talked to him uh, multiple times that I talked to him. And it was just like, yo, this 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 is a solid dude right here. Yeah. And yeah. I mean Jordan Jordan uh like like Levi he, he made he made that ultimate sacrifice he fucking he fucking died doing what he loved and i mean he he, he fucking
2: it. he fucking loved he, it yeah, he, he i loved never saw it. him smile until he fucking got there and i never saw or not okay i should rephrase i never saw him smile in a photo until i got until i saw him there and when jordan came home he came home after he did like his first uh, i think it was like 8 months and then came home for christmas um and uh he came home and uh we hung out and uh my friend interviewed him for this newspaper here in Colorado. It was a Boulder newspaper. Mm-hmm. And um she took a photo of him, like this close up photo of him. I know Frot knows the picture I'm talking about. Maybe you've seen it too, Jeff. But it's just it's him um in front of this red brick wall and it's a really clear photo. And I've never seen this dude's eyes look like that before. Like Joy. Dude, he I it was really weird because he I, I don't I don't usually like pay much attention to this stuff but he looked so fulfilled like in his eyes I could see it like he looked like a different person in his eyes
0: and it looked yeah, like he looked I, like
2: a man dude he looked like a fucking man not a boy he looked that's like a what,
0: man that's what war does bro I he think, makes I you think man. honestly like I think there's I
1: think there's nobody that came and left the same person like that no, that, that shit just even even if you didn't want it to like there's there's times where I mean, there's times where I I went back home and you know, I spent time with family and there's times where I would, I'd pass out on the couch at like my mom's house. I'd be visiting my mom and I'd wake up and she went to work super early and I, and I'd wake up and I'd be like, she'd be in the kitchen and I'd fucking walk in and like be standing there wrapped in a fucking blanket half asleep. And she's like, Hey, it's just me. Like there, there's, there's shit that just, Fucking sticks with you, like
2: yeah. I you mean, hear a like, noise in the night, and you're like, hey, you you have to investigate and it, shit.
1: But, but there's there's shit too. I mean, speaking of that, like there's shit. Like I mean, I remember on the first stop in Shadati we were fucking on a roof, and we were probably about a couple hundred meters away from targets that they were bombing, and they were doing gun runs, and and they were they were bombing shit with planes in the middle of the night, and the coalition was doing airstrikes, and we, we were half asleep, like we didn't move. And I remember one of the guys, one of the guys, who was, <laughs> one of the guys who was probably like, I guess you could say as far as modern military or like, you know, you know, regular, regular military, British, Australian, U.S., whatever. He was like a team leader. And this team leader that was with us at the time, uh, he, he looked at one of the other Kurds and he goes like, how the fuck are they just sleeping through this? And the other guy looks at him, and he's like, they're fucking killers. Like, they're straight up
0: soldiers. <laughs> yeah. These, guys, we these were, guys are... We were spooning. Yeah, yeah.
1: We, we were sleeping We were sleeping through this fucking airstrike. Well, I mean, we, we weren't out of sleep, but we were just, there. were just like, it's whatever, dude. Like, I'm trying to sleep. Yeah. But I don't
0: give a fuck yeah. anymore. yeah. And I remember, bro, the fucking sandstorms and shit. And we were laying there, and we had sand all under our armor and shit. And we were laying there, and then I was like, you know what? I don't give a shit anymore. I'm just gonna fucking lay down here. And Jeff was like, "Fuck this!" He just lay down, and we just fucking went to sleep. Yeah. Bombing all over us, and these guys was like, "Yeah." Fuck this! These guy fucking sleep. We, we, right? we, we, would, he's like, yeah. we would just like we would just pass out on a rooftop with like an
1: AK between our legs, and we'd just be like, "Fuck it!" Like, yeah. right, I I'm done. I yeah, know we, I know what's going on and these these most most of these guys would like watch the airstrikes and it's like dude it's a fucking plane dropping a bomb there's nothing you see yeah, yeah. see yeah
0: yeah you get tired man you I get can, tired okay every time you see it you're like whoa but i mean when it comes to where you haven't slept for a fucking week you get pretty annoyed yeah at you're me.
2: like i'm trying to sleep motherfucking trump stop it <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I was like, yeah. what, I was, what, I was, what I was gonna say was, it's you were talking about how it like, definitely changes you and stuff, and um, also kind of going back to uh, talking about how you said that the dash bodies weren't really bothering you. My first time talking to Jordan about it, I like kind of gathered up the I. I had always I grew up with a with a stepdad who was a Army Ranger who fought in like Panama and, um, and shit, and he had like some. Yeah he had some pretty fucked up, he had some pretty bad PTSD and some fucked up experiences. And I always was taught when growing up not to talk to him about those things. And so I didn't really want to talk to Jordan about those things. But my, the first time I like, he was my friend, you know? So I was like, I'm going to fucking ask him. He can tell me. And so I asked him, I was like, I was like, so like, what's like, what was it like, you know, seeing your, seeing the first dead guy or whatever. And he was like, uh, he was like well yeah i mean he said the same thing and i get it i'm sure i'd feel the same way seeing dead dash didn't bother him but he when he he saw um his first like op he saw i think it was he said it was a horse that had gotten hit from an airstrike or something and it was blown in half and um or maybe it was a cow or something and he said it made he said he had to throw up he said he went he was fucking 100 feet away from it and he still had to go throw up
0: Say, I don't know. I don't I, know why I'm not. He, here. Said, that, he said that he said that
2: he was. He wouldn't. He would fucking walk over dead dash all day and Jordan. You know Jordan. He would always like. Yeah, he would like lean down next to him for a photo with his thumbs up and shit. And like he didn't give a fuck. But he said he saw a dead cow blown in half. And he said that the he saw he could smell the poop and it made him throw up.
0: Yeah,
1: but that's <laughs> man,
2: that's just. It, really it, I mean,
1: it, it affects it affects guys differently. Like like he I was said, like the cow
2: bothered have... me so bad, but the but the dead dash didn't.
1: Yeah, we would we would walk past. I think I think the first time that I really had to deal with somebody that wasn't an ISIS dude that got
0: smoked was my second half when I got when I got surrounded and uh ooh we, you you got to you got to tell that I I literally wanted to tell you to tell us this Do we have time this, like are we pressed for time? Yeah, right of course now? you have time. Hey, yeah, we you have, we have we time for this. We don't
2: we course. don't have a time limit, dog. We can do whatever the fuck we want. But also we right,
1: have so, a few minutes oh, in the I'll, front. I'll tip, tell right? it. I'll tell it. I mean, you could tell it from your side too because you were on the other side of the radio. So hey, I wanted, this, wait, I, mean, wait, wait, I
2: want to ask real quick. Is this I mean, the same school? Because yeah. Jordan told me that this was after he No, no, stopped.
0: Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. This was, was a different was school? This. Okay, okay, okay. This, yeah, no, Jordan was Jordan dead. Was Jordan dead. Was Jordan this was, was after okay. Okay. This was uh, This was in the in the city of Jezreel.
2: Because there's a story that he told me about a school also that's an interesting one. But go ahead. I'll let you go.
0: Oh, so uh, we we were in the in the city of Jezra, and Jeff was with a, with a different unit. You know, mean after like the first time me and Jeff were in uh, in Syria together, we, we got go to we kind of got, sp- yeah, we got split up. We didn't go out to uh, because but- yeah, because we we knew if we were many Westerners, we would not get able to fight. So we split up to two 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 guy teams, and, and we went different to different units in the same front. You know. So one night we were literally fucking hearing this commotion in the radio. Um and, and Jezra was a city just like thirty kilometers away from Raqqa and uh it it's like a smaller or a bigger village type of thing. It, it doesn't got it, it it didn't have like seven story buildings and shit, but it it, it had a lot of buildings and, and mixed farmland. And we we're hearing about this unit or being Fucking surrounded in in a school we just fucking left the day before, or they took it the same night. I don't remember. Or it was the first time they were there, and we are hearing it over the radio. Send help! And we are hearing this fucking unit. Like the, the, this guy that's talking in the in the comms. He's he's hysteric, bro. Like I mean, you could hear in the background. This was a fucking situation where either everybody's going to die or one or two guys is going to come out alive and i just heard we have an american here bro my heart fucking stopped and i looked at jack jack looked at me and all the high commanders everybody just listened to this fucking this fucking station with this unit and then i found out it was fucking jeff bro <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, bro. You got to fucking tell, bro. This was
1: crazy. So, it was, what it was, was during, I I had been with this one group who was pretty much in a vehicle the whole time. They were in an a vehicle, and I had been on a hilltop, probably, I mean, it was open land into this village, and we had been on this hilltop, and we took fire a couple days before, and this, this Kurdish commander that was with us, I remember, like, I was, I was in the prone and we were getting shot at and I literally just giggled and I looked at him. I was so like dumbfounded at the time that I just looked at him and I'm like, I want to shoot back. And I, I didn't want to shoot because I, I didn't, it wasn't like, I'm like, Oh, I'm fucking retarded. And I, I, want to say it wasn't like I was fucking, I was so dumb that I didn't know what to do, but it was like, are we shooting or are we holding fire right now? Yeah and i just looked at him and i'm like hey i laughed and he he was sitting on a phone talking on a brick next to me he was sitting on a brick and uh he was talking and he just leaned down and he i started laughing and i I asked him "I'm like yo i want to shoot back and he's like yeah go ahead go ahead so i popped a couple rounds and i remember there was this there was this dude that was with his that was with his group because I wasn't with his group. There, This group was just like with us at that time. And there was this there was this Arab guy that was with his group and he was the machine gunner. And he would literally like flick off the ISIS guy while he was shooting. He'd be like, fuck you. And he would yell like fuck you, in Arabic and shit. And I remember this guy was like it literally just like I, I was I was like, dude, this guy is dope. Like I, I fucking I love the fact that he's doing that. And so I saw I saw this commander a couple days later and we were we were in a we were in a fucking I guess it was like a patrol base, not even a patrol base. We were just pretty much stuck in this in this halfway point between where the op was going on and where we were at. And I, I saw the dude. and I'm like, look, I know I'm not with you. I want to go with you to the front. Like, I want to go with you. I know you guys are getting ready to leave out. Fucking take. And he went over, and he's like, "Okay, listen." He went over and talked to this other guy, and this other guy's like, "Yo, you know the rules. You're not supposed to take him out." Blah blah. And I was like, "Yo, fuck that." I was like, uh, "Let me go with him." And he 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 fought for me, and he he was uh, it was a, uh, what was it? Del share. No, it was a Del Dem hot. dumb hot. dumb hot. Yeah, yeah. Dumb hot. Fucking, I have I had a picture of him with him on my Instagram a couple of days after this happened. Fucking, that's best dude that i probably ever followed yes. he was he was a fucking savage dude and i remember dem hot was like dem hot was like no nah, you know i'm gonna take him with me so finally the dude's like all right he was like listen go out with him stay with him so we went out and we went out that night we went out the night before this was the night before this happened and we started yeah. placing like groups of guys like in front of where we were gonna end up, like we started placing groups of guys out, like, "Hey, your group, go out to this house." We push hundred meters, two hundred meters for. We push another group out. Finally, our group got to this fucking, got to this fucking uh, school, and he's like, "Yo, we're gonna pull, we're gonna pull here for the night." So we pulled in the school. We went up to the roof. I'm laying down, and I wake up to like, like ten in the morning to fucking. Get And depth laughing and shit and he's on the radio and i wake up and he's like yo some some isis dude just tried to attack a couple guys try to attack isis guys and they try to attack another position suicide vest and we fucking shot him blah blah and he's yelling like obscenities to these isis dudes on the roof he's like popping rounds in the air and he's like fuck you come get us blah blah (laughs) I'm like, yo, it's too early for this. I went, I like sitting on the roof. I'm sitting there. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to get up and get something to eat. I started eating bread like an hour after I woke up. It was literally from that point on, it was probably about six to seven hours. We were just getting fucking hit, dude. Like I was sitting on the roof eating breakfast and I just remember everybody like getting down in this school and we were on the roof and. I remember just everybody getting down and we started fucking taking wizards past us. Like we just started like fucking rounds flying past us. And I'm like, Oh shit. So I leaned up a couple of times on the roof and I'm fucking shooting. And I'm like, I'm like, everybody's on the roof. Like this is just a hard target. Like, so I'm like, fucking, I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to shoot out a hallway window or something. So I go downstairs and, uh, I go downstairs and, uh, I'm hanging out on the first floor for a minute. Me and this dude, one of the guys has got the radio. He's like another, another leader in the, in the group that I was with. And I, of course, I don't know anything these guys are saying. Like there's two Speaking Kurds that Arabic. Are, yeah. Yeah. There's two Kurds that are with the whole group. And my Kurdish at this point is like minimal. So and Arabic is like none. Like I have no clue. Like if you're not saying hi to me in Arabic or how are you, I have no fucking clue what you're saying. Yeah. So, so all, all these guys are speaking Arabic, and the only guys that are speaking Kurdish are the commander and the dude that's underneath him. So we're fucking shooting it. I'm, I'm, I'm literally moving back and forth between uh, classrooms. Like, I'm in this hallway, and there's a window facing towards where we're taking fire, and I'm moving back and forth. And, there, and, like, I'm standing there, and there's, like, as far as I can put my hand out in front of me, there's fucking trace rounds flying in front of my face and tracer rounds for those that don't know are pretty much like I don't know how to like tracer rounds are those, yeah yeah tracer rounds are those rounds you see in like videos Invisible. that you can see at night and they're fucking flying and they look like red fucking balls or whatever so those rounds those rounds I mean this is this is during the day this is like 11 12 1 o'clock in the afternoon and these rounds are flying in front of my face down the hallway and I'm just I'm leaning into the out of a out of a fucking doorway busting off a couple rounds just out there just trying to keep like suppressive fire just trying to keep rounds going down range and I'm moving back and forth between classrooms busting rounds and the guy that I was talking about before the guy that you know would always you know give the middle finger while he was shooting the machine gun and shit the machine gunner for this group he fucking comes downstairs and he geeked like he's like yo yo come upstairs and shoot with me and the guy that has the radio that's with me. He's like, no, no, no. I need him down here. So he goes back upstairs and I'm popping off rounds. And like 20 minutes later, I'm like, fuck that. I'm going to go see what he's doing. So I run upstairs and I get to like the second floor of the school. And I just see this, I just see this blood trail, like down the hallway. And at, at that point, like pretty much through that whole fucking firefight, I'm the only guy in the school that has any medical supplies. Like I'm the only guy in the school that knows how to apply a tourniquet that knows how to, you know, apply a pressure dressing, like deal with any, any basic, like combat life-saving skills. is it's just me and like nobody else has anything. So I fucking follow this blood trail. I'm like, Oh, somebody got shot. I'm going to go down the hall. I'm going to figure out what's going on. You know, there's probably two people in here, this room, you know? And so I walked down there and the guy that came down 10 minutes before to get me, is laying in the middle of the ground at the end of the hall with a fucking bullet hole in his head. And uh, I'm just standing there over him for about two minutes before the second in charge is down the hallway going, hey, hey, come on, let's go. Like, you know, it's you really can't do anything. Just get away from there. Yeah. So I I went back up to the roof and pretty much I moved from the roof to the second floor, to the first floor. And it got to the point where this, this school was probably about two to three floors, and then there was a walkout room. Yeah, and
0: keep in mind I, that all the windows are, are like, caged. They like It's like barred windows. It, it's yeah, not yeah. just... The, so you, when you when you hear Jeff say he's shooting through the window, it's not like he has a clear window and he just shoots out. No, it's literally, like, it's, like, steel. On every school in Syria, it's, like, barred, you know? It's yeah, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like... It's like a it's cage. Like a,
1: it's like a fucking cage like a grate yeah. over the window and yeah. so and so I, I went up to the roof for a minute I wasn't really shooting on the roof because the roof was just it, it was just a no-go like it was just a fucking zone where if you stood yeah. up there and he had a point on you like at this point when I went back up, there was already another guy that had got shot in the fucking face that was laying next to, like when I went back up there and I, I helped put this guy like I helped lift up his shoulders onto a crate to drag him off roof and this was already this was already the second dude so I'm like fuck it the roof is like I'm not peeking my head over this fucking you know over this little piece of cement that's
0: that everybody's laying on the ground leaning forward over and and we are hearing this all over the comms man and the commanders cannot send them fucking help bro they're not sending help to these they've been fighting for like six seven hours bro ammo is about to finish bro there's two guys three guys dead and we are listening to this in the radio, and we cannot go anywhere, bro. And it's just killed me, bro. It yeah, killed I'm sure. Me. I'm
2: sure. Hearing that, knowing that your friends are there too, you're just like no. Sitting by the you radio will,
0: up. you will, you will know when we knew Jeff was there. We only knew that there was an American there. Oh, okay, we didn't okay. know who it was. So, it, it will come a point in in this fight where everybody just our brain just exploded, mind fuck, bro. So yeah. there was like there was
1: like uh, there was like points where I was really close to getting hit. Like, I remember there was a there was a there was a point where one of the guys goes stand here on the on the staircase on the first floor and watch the front door because they had already kicked open the door to the to the courtyard of the school. And yeah. they were getting close. Like, there was a point where I was standing in a doorway on one of the floors. And I looked I had already given, like, conserve ammo like a motherfucker. And there was a point where I gave mags away. And I'm standing there, and I pulled my mag out to see how many rounds I had left in the mag I had in my in my gun, and I had like two rounds left. And I'm like, holy fuck! Like I literally only have two rounds left, and we didn't have any ammo. Guys are on the roof, and all they have left is like a couple a couple fucking um, a couple you know bell fed like chains of bell fed ammo. Like you could take they're, that. They're ammo. A, no, 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 because no, not, no, no. It's the PKM it's different ammo. Like oh, they're shooting. PKM
2: is five, they're,
1: four yeah. Yeah. They're shooting with five. They're, so they're shooting with five, four R yeah. and nobody's got it. Nobody, nobody's got a drag it off. It's just, it's just a PKM and AKs. And I had already, I had already given up like the dudes that were on the roof. I already gave them the grenades and shit like that. I had, I had like two grenades and I already had like three mags that I gave up and I'm just downstairs, like popping rounds out of windows and shit. And, uh, I remember they told me to watch – There's like, a dude that came by and said, sit right here. And I'm like, no, because if they blow up in the door, I'm taking shrapnel or whatever else. I'm on the staircase. And not even two minutes after I move from that position, this dude gets hit in the fucking – in the same spot I was in. In the face? And no, no, no he got He got hit in the arm. It was like – Yeah, yeah, yeah. I even, remember that guy. He told it, me. It was it's like – It wasn't even around. It was like yeah, a fucking – Shrapnel or something. It was like a sh- – Yeah, it was like shrapnel off of a off of a round, like off of an anti aircraft round that they were shooting off the back of trucks. Mm. It came through one of the walls, and he took it in the shoulder, and it looked like he took a huge cigar burn to the shoulder. So, so um, this happens, and uh, I'm I'm literally at the I'm at a point uh, some. Some part of this, I'm at a point where I'm, I'm standing in a doorway and I have two rounds left, and uh, I'm literally contemplating eating a round. Like I'm at that point where I'm like, just fucking shoot yourself. There's no way we're making it out of this. I'm not was ending it up. Getting my... it, I mean, it was it was a couple hours into it. Like I said, this gunfight lasted like fucking six hours, and I mean, they were they were gi- they were giving it to us like they they fucking were hitting us with. They were hitting the building. With they were attacking they different
0: were, positions as well. You know, they were not just yeah, attacking; yeah, this. they were different sure. many positions. So we couldn't actually send reinforcements.
1: Yeah, so they they were fucking hitting us, and uh, finally, some some group that we were with that fucking was over at a different house that we had dropped out the night before. They brought over a pillowcase full of fucking rounds, and dudes are dudes are stacking up rounds in one room. And by by that time, we had, had taken casualties. Like dudes are fucking breaking down like I mean we're in this room loading mags and there's dudes fucking crying like I'm just looking around I have no clue what's going on like they're speaking Arabic and I'm like, <laughs> what the like I'm like what the fuck is going on like why are you guys <laughs> crying right now yeah. I'm fucking loading my mags like getting ready to go back out and shoot and these guys yeah. these guys are fucking like there's there's guys that are fucking crying and shit and I'm like holy shit like we're we're not getting any help are we and we're already like fucking like we're like three to four hours into this gunfight I'm like fuck like we're running low on ammo Guys are literally loading like one, two mags apiece. Like, well, they're fucking hitting us with like RPTs, anti-aircraft guns, douche like, guns, and everything. Yeah, like, they 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 were hitting us. They were hitting us hard. And I mean, we we only had we had a small group of guys. Like, we weren't we weren't thirty fucking deep in this. No, school. you were like we were an like, eight man group, something ten man yeah, group. Not even that. Yeah, we were like eight to ten man group in this school, and we had already <laughs> taken two fucking casualties. And so. Yeah. And so it got to the point where I'm loading my mag in this room and the second in charge is on the radio and he's standing next to me. And I could tell he was struggling with what he was saying because he was he crying, was fucking, bro. He was yelling. He was yelling. Yeah, and, yeah. like, and we were listening I, I just, and
0: he, he was just screaming, send help, send help. And he wasn't talking clearly. He wasn't saying where. He wasn't saying anything. So he was, was just and I, yeah. walked up to
1: him, and I walked up to him and I go, yo, tell them that one of the American guys is here with you. Because, like, like Farah said, that's a big thing. Like, yeah. a, nobody, nobody, nobody wants to lose a foreigner. As uh, is, is shitty as it is, this time. Like, or, 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 or fucking I'm leave not, him like, and
0: say we're not going to send reinforcements. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like
1: saying that, like, I'm not any more important than anybody else. No. But I knew, I knew that at that time, if I would have said that. I knew that there was guys that were listening over the radio that were like, fuck that. This kid's an American. We're not going to get
0: smoked. Bro, we were all listening to that fucking broadcast or whatever you can say. And he just said, we have an American here. And the highest frontline commander just became silent for a while. And he kept he kept saying it on the radio. There's American here. You know, we're going to fucking all die. Blah, blah, blah. Send help. A car. He kept saying it. And then I didn't hear so much what happened. Uh, w- what did he tell you, like, before you, you, you they asked you that question?
1: He, he made me uh, – it wasn't anything. He made me say my real name over the radio. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, because yeah. America was <laughs> listening, bro. That's why. Yeah, yeah. They're because like, if you we, have an American day, we need to know his real American name because the Americans, the Special Forces guys, and everybody was listening. Yeah, you know. Absolutely.
1: So we I said I said my real name over
0: the radio and when they realized like
1: it was actually me speaking English and that I, was, I was actually talking. Then fucking like I would say I would say it was about fifteen to twenty minutes after that, a fucking quick airstrike, just one bomb came through. But the guys that we were fighting were definitely seasoned guys and you could tell you could tell from the way they reacted to the airstrike that they didn't give a fuck. Like not even a minute to two minutes after the after that first bomb yeah. hit, they were back shooting, and it was it was game on from run. there. They didn't run. No, 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 they, no, I mean no, not they, they, they stopped. They stopped for a minute, and then they kept shooting, and it was literally that was all we got. Like that airstrike was it, and then it was probably about six to seven hours into the fight that finally armored vehicles came forward, and these guys I don't know if they fucking ran out of ammo or what, but. Yeah. Uh, the armored vehicle show up in the armor. One of the armored vehicles was the unit that I was actually with, like before I got with this group. So Mm. the medical gear that I had on me was already, it was gone. It was expended. Like it was fucking done. So I ran down to this truck to grab a bag that I had that had more medical gear in it. And I fucking went to grab the bag and I went to run upstairs and the, the guy, the guy who was with me, who was actually in charge of me. It was like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm going back in the fucking school, like, you know." And he's like, "No, you're you're done. Like, you're <laughs> you're done,
0: dude. <laughs> you're out. Commanders have ordered you to go back." Yeah, man. I yeah. but it was up, bro, because I remember when we heard that, and we heard your name, and you were fucking talking on the radio, we were like, dude, we went fucking crazy, bro. We were like, what the fuck? And Jack was looking at me, and I just started getting all fucking paranoid and walking around in that the position we were in. I was like, dude, Jeff's over And then finally, when the, uh, our commander was a good guy, you know, so when he said, hey, your, your friend is back at a uh, safe base, so he drove us there, and we met... Uh, we met Jeff. So you and were in hang out
2: with him afterwards? Was, no, but I, listen, I was,
0: listen to was, this, was, bro. It, it was
1: at the base. Wait, wait. It was only like an hour after that. I literally, yeah. I, went, I went in a house. I went in a house that was empty. That was back in the rear where the fucking uh, frontline commanders were running out of, they were running the mission out of, and I took a shower real quick, and, uh, I, I was like, I remember because the, the door wasn't open and we didn't kick in this door and I jumped in and out of the fucking window of this house just to take a shower. And uh, it was probably <laughs> like,
0: yeah,
1: no, 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 the, the commander, the commander who was in charge of me, who told me I couldn't go back in the school. He was like, yo, I'm going to take a shower. He took a shower after me and I was standing outside and I'm like, I told I yelled at him and I was like, yo, there's a lot of dudes running out here. There's a lot of dudes, like, running around and shit, like, something happened. And he fucking got out of the shower real quick. And we found out that the school that I was in, yeah, it was, was
0: like, an hour hour after I got out. An hour after, yeah. Yeah,
1: they fucking, they drove uh, a vehicle-borne IED right into the front door of the school. And blew off like the entire
0: front, like every floor. Bro, the whole front part of the school had no walls, nothing. Wow! So you guys got bro, out there they the time. bro, and this is the most weirdest shit because he went, he was one after, because they're not gonna leave that position empty because people have died there. They're gonna put new people in there. So when Jeff's units uh, and uh, Jeff and them went, they put another SDF unit in there. The V bit came and killed like eight of them. And what did they do after? They fucking sent in us to this school, bro. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Yeah, me and Jack had to go back. Me and Jack and our unit had to go back because now they knew that this school is in in a certain position where these motherfuckers are popping up in tunnels and shit. So we need to hold this school. And, dude, we were literally sitting in that school. I mean, bro, it was blood everywhere. And this... Suicide Bomber's fucking scalp was stuck on the wall and you could see his long ass hair on the scalp and it was literally like stuck on the wall like if you would throw a fucking pancake and it would just stick on the wall and we were laying on the fucking bloody mattresses and you know bro this place was fucking shit yeah,
2: that
1: place sounds I saw it from a different view like when we went back I went back in the vehicle and I remember, like, the driver of the vehicle jumped out and went and grabbed one guy and came back with him. And a couple of the other guys were able to leave the school before the V-Bit came in, and they ran yeah. the houses surrounding it. And we went to pick these guys up. And I was in the back of this vehicle, like, wrapping dude's fucking heads up and shit. Like, dude was, like, leaking out of his fucking head. And, like, yeah, it was just, I mean, there was different, different yeah. things that happened. And it was, mm-hmm. it was like, it was like that whole, that whole situation. And there was even situation like the, the same thing. Remember what happened with that vehicle, that unit that I was with? That, that vehicle. Oh man. Like Listen, you down. know,
0: that's so crazy. got There, tell there was, this. was, there was,
1: there was times where oh, it, it was man. like, it was like inches to feet away from fucking me taking that bullet. Like I would, I would watch guys. That would was watch. not a
0: fucking bullet. That was a fucking RPG round if you would have been yeah, sitting yeah. on your spot. You would have a fucking hole in your chest the size of a fucking soccer ball, bro.
1: Yeah, there was there was two there was two times where two different two different times where there was RPGs that either missed me by there was there was one time where they didn't wake me up because I had just pulled like a six hour guard shift and the driver had got killed of the vehicle that I was in. And the gunner had got seriously injured and the seat that I was in had taken like a direct hit. And then yeah. there was another time where we fucking went to assault this building to pull this position and we blew a hole in the wall and I was standing on the side of this building, pulling security so they could stack fucking bricks in front of this wall. And this guy launched the RPG outside. And there was numerous times where I was like this close to fucking eating, eating shit. And for some reason, it just didn't happen. Like, I was, I was like, inches away from death.
0: Wasn't your time, dog. Bro, like, you yeah. should have seen the state of this car. Because I remember, Jeff, we met him, and he was super pissed off. Oh, they fucking left me. The guys ran, went with the car without me. And he was, like, freshly w- woken up from sleep and shit. All grumpy and stuff. And... I remember me and Jack went back to our our base because uh we went to our base and it, it two casualties came uh they were injured there was some drone that dropped a motor round and you know it hit him with shrapnel and we went back and they we saw this fucking this car man it's a guardian it's a Ford guardian like an armor an apc it's, it, I, I, this I don't think this car is actually made for war it's more of a Riots, no, that's, riots, yeah, type no, of one thing. like
1: urban, urban yeah, ops, like
0: SWAT team type of thing. But yeah. but when I saw how that fucking I, I, that must have been a special round, like an armor-penetrating round, wow, because those, it literally went. It literally went through. Take, like, small arms. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. By the way, it takes small arms. It don't take RPG rounds. That's true. It went through the 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 left side. Uh, under the hood. And it literally just went straight through the driver and straight through the chair where Jeff used to sit behind the driver and literally smoked four other guys sitting that were being meant to be driven to a position in this APC. And all of this happened because the driver was not supposed to be in a place where he was supposed to be. And, uh, you know shit like this fucking happened and jeff has been really really lucky he's a really lucky guy you sound
2: pretty lu- you sound pretty lucky too Farah. you guys are both pretty lucky guys no
0: i'm not i'm not i'm i'm it's it's not about luck okay sometimes it's about luck but i mean to walk away from all of this and haven't been hit by anything or been injured that's luck bro and i cannot say that i have because I've been fucked up, bro. I've been I've been close to death, and I've been injured and and shit like that. And it's not fucking funny, bro. I wish I could say that I, I can finish all this without one scar army, on but it's literally the opposite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey,
2: so, bro, you want to? Uh, should we go over the couple little changes and details about this uh, giveaway? Yeah. About the rap So, movie?
0: I mean, yeah, we can do that. I mean, first of all, you know. Uh, this is my this is my boy Jeff man I fucking love him. Thank you so much, bro. You you come. I know uh, we could sit here. Me and Jeff could sit here and talk for we hours talk for and hours. hours. Yeah, and and more likely and hundred percent in the future, Jeff will probably be in the pod again, and we will try to make more guys. Maybe we can do a pod where where all of we are gathered, the guy from the same unit, you know, and we can talk. Uh, but I want thank you so much, bro. You know for taking time. I know it's it's pretty fucking late for you right now. And it's pretty fucking early for Grady. Yep. And uh, for me, it's like all good. So thank you so <laughs> much, Jeff, for your your fucking service and your uh, your amazing story. You know, I love you. You've been very important to me, man. Without you, I would fucking been dead. Uh, thank you so much, bro. Is there something you want to say to our listeners, something you have in your mind for your your final words? So oh, no, man. You you know I love you, man. Fucking, I'll uh,
1: I'll just say like, if anybody, if anybody has any fucking question about, or not question, but if anybody fucking wants to ask me anything or uh, get into further depth, like, uh,
0: Instagram. Yeah, we will do a post, and you know, I will I will link yeah. your name. So if you guys have have something to say, you can ask him yourself.
2: Yeah, Jeff, appreciate it, dude. Thanks for coming. Yeah, um, yeah no problem. Man. Let's go. Let's let's talk about this uh this raffle. So about you know,
0: today. the raffle we said we will do it the twenty third of October. So um and I also said we're gonna keep it a secret what we're gonna do it, but obviously people want to know Hello. what it yes. is. Did, did, did you tell him? I'm, I'm definitely. In that raffle, there's a pair of my fucking boxers that I've been wearing for a
1: week.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to throw we, we those in.
0: The, <laughs> we got the boxers from uh, from that day at the school where, where Jeff made several skid marks on his boxers. Yeah, so. those are going to be in
2: on the raffle, too. So <laughs> those are going to be
0: in the, the raffle. So, yeah, I mean, fuck it. You know, for $15, bucks, you are doing this raffle thing. You know, the, the highest you can buy something is 75 because it's five tickets per person. And uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. raffle out uh, an ISIS flag that uh it, it fucking means something to me man or i fucking fought f- uh, we fought this in Jezreel, but we took it in jezre sorry in the sharia court and that place we literally fought bro to get this fucking flag you know because the, the sharia courts are nicely painted and they were like black paint and we saw this flag and i remember i was with jack i said bro i'm i'm, I'm gonna take that flag And we were very lucky. Our unit got pushed to that point and by, you know, the old prison and everything. And we just blew the shit out of everything, bro. And fought us way all the way to take this fucking flag. And, uh, (laughs) <laughs> and now I'm thinking, hey, okay, I'm going to raffle it out. I didn't want to say in the beginning, but now you guys know it's an, uh, it's an ISIS flag and it's for historical, educational, and, you know, collectible purposes. So I'm not... Fuck it. Hey, if you want to use it, if no, you want to use it... Say, I don't care what you do a, for it. This is a raffle, okay? For me, I, I have to tell you guys that I'm, I'm this is what, what you're getting at from me. So we have a friend who
2: uses his as a as a doormat. He walks in and wipes his feet off on it. You can do whatever the fuck you want
0: with it. Yeah, but I I don't I would not do that, but people <laughs> can do that. So anyway, so I said in the beginning as well that I will uh, make two prizes, you know, in one. But I mean, uh, I'm I'm kind of surprised. It hasn't been so much interest in it, and I'm kind of having a little bit hard to promote it because I don't run my uh, Instagram uh so i'm going to do it two prices so the first one is going to be the isis flag and the second one is going to be uh it's going to be a islamic stake identity id card or what you say you know uh so yeah it's 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 tough and third prize i will throw in some patches for somebody but uh yeah so we we're will... going to have something for yeah.
2: for three different people we'll have something. Yeah. Yeah. um so yeah we need to we're we're just kind of struggling right now obviously it's kind of a niche podcast and a niche topic so um yeah. we're not having like uh we've had enough interest but we're gonna keep it going I think for a little longer than the yeah, I, I, uh,
0: yeah I'm sorry if I if, if some of you guys get a little bit pissed off maybe about it and stuff you know maybe you have plans of going somewhere after October uh but I mean I gotta we have a mark we, ha- we have we to get a, a certain amount for this stuff yeah this is, we this, had a,
2: you can ask anybody. I'm sure our boy Jeff here can
0: uh, uh, can also. Jeff is gone, bro. Jeff oh left. shit, he left. Oh shit, yeah, he left. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. he was still with us. Yeah, oh, he yeah. left, bro. He, he's sneaky, bro. He's, he's uh, like he's... over midnight over there, and I think he just felt he's like a... okay, he's he's it's ninja. time to fade out. Yeah, we he's a ninja. we said our goodbyes
2: anyways. But uh, yeah, yeah. So cool. Well, um, yeah, let's fucking uh, let's fucking keep it going. We're gonna. Uh, Try and get another episode out here soon. This one we're gonna probably just go ahead and release today, right?
0: Yeah, we're gonna release it today. Let's just put them out there, man. Let's just get some some more content out there. We have already recorded it, so why not just fucking put it out there? And uh, damn, this is this has been fun. It's fun. I love doing this. It's it's nice. It's it's good for the for the mind. And uh, uh, people seem to you know like it. They they write and they comment, but. Share it, man, and rate it on iTunes, you know, and, and every time we want to get good reviews so we can do better podcasts and uh, so, yeah, you know, so we can be heard through a, a lot more people and a lot more computers or phones or whatever. And, uh, you know, as usual, a big shout out to uh, Popular Front that just fucking got back from Hong Kong doing some crazy stuff. I've seen some of their footage. Yeah, wow. I mean, that place must have been, yeah. Yeah. I gotta it's say, a, it's a fight.
2: I gotta say, he does some of the best work. It's non-biased. He's out there telling, um, he's out there telling stories that, um, you know, maybe the the Hong Kong government doesn't want people to know about and stuff. Yeah. So it's all really important shit. So yeah, he's doing a
0: really good so, job. So keep your eyes open on his popular front. He will propose the the, the, the like a the video documentary, I think, about uh, Hong Kong, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. And uh, as well, I want to thank everybody. Uh, that uh, has uh, been participating in the raffle for uh, as we speak till now, and thank you all for your support. And uh, let's help each other and be kind to each other and uh, hey. show some respect and uh, be humble. You know, go
2: hug, go hug your neighbors, people.
0: Go hug your neighbors, kill terrorists. You know, drink whiskey, smoke weed, just take, just you know,
2: enjoy life. <laughs>
0: the smaller things, shoot guns. <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right, brother. it's been fun okay time, man guys, peace. thank you guys and uh, God bless you all later. thank you for listening to podcast no sorry for the combat podcast. squad Bye. podcast <laughs> God bless you all later
1: later.